good whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express, episode 2214E Snow Edition. The heavy snow edition. The heavy snow edition. He is Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. We're coming to you from the Silver Tavern in Deckerville, our normal spot. The Snowy Tavern. The Snowy Tavern. We just got dumped on with a foot of snow last night, so we're working on digging out. But that's not the thing on everybody's minds today. The thing on everybody's minds, the hot topic is McDonald's is bringing back the Orange High C drink. Are they really? They are. You know, that used to be my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Is just that, you know, you, you get it and it's ice cold and it oh, it's, just you know, hits the spot, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, now I'm craving it's that. sugary wonderfulness. You know what? Yeah. You know what's really good to do with that though, kids? Add some vodka. You know what it does do though? <laughs> it takes normal people, yeah, and turns them into diabetics because it is very. <laughs> it sugary. really does. It's, that's the that's the whole reason I believe they got rid of it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> we're you know we're a series. Of, I mean I'm I'm, I'm guilty too. I'm more, pretty much morbidly obese at this point, but yeah. I mean, that's what the doctors tell me because I'm 6'1 and with my weight. But I'm, I'm a sturdy guy. I've got a big frame. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure you're big boned or yeah. something, even though I, all skeletons are the same or something. Something gotta, like that. I, I read somewhere that that's a complete fallacy that nobody is really big boned compared to anyone else. I, my so. collarbone's actually, my collarbone's like this big around, though. It's oh, a, well. By, for, by, for those at <laughs> home with the radio, it's about the same, same uh, as uh, the bottom of this pint glass. That was a great for a visual. Yeah. <laughs> as, I'm a, as I'm holding up a pint glass. Yeah. So it's a good radio here. Good, it's called theater of the mind, folks. Yes. Picture a pint glass. <laughs> any pint glass, which could have a very thin or a very wide base. And that's the size of my collarbone. And that's the size of his collarbone. See, that's a plus or minus of about two and a half inches right there. I appreciate you've stayed clothed to describe this and not had to like... <laughs> I'm not pulling out random bones. No, or, or gotten bare-chested and be like, yeah, check that uh, out. <laughs> we are in a public forum, so I guess it wouldn't be the first time I've been naked in this bar, though. I'm not going to lie. No, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> You know, uh, as, you, as you say that, I'm sure anyone with an earshot shaking their head. Yep, yep, that's happened. <laughs> that's happened. Uh, thank God the cameras were not installed at the time. It's back when I first started working here. Yeah, that would be that would could be really bad. <laughs> that would be. No one wants to see that. No, no one no. wants to see that. <sighs> I mean, that, that's the whole reason nobody wants to see us. That's why we we are audio only. We podcast. have a face for radio. We yes. definitely do. Uh, so anyway, if you want to email us here at the podcast. It, and uh, you can email us at pineapple nipple arsehole, all one word, arsehole, A R S E hole, at gmail.com or PNA Podcast Express. That's painful nut allergy, podcast express at gmail.com. Very, very good. You got through that. Probably wow. that might have been a record. That was live, folks. That was a live read right it's, there, too. It's only taken you 22 episodes to get the email right. <laughs> episode 22 already. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this uh, in our pre show meeting. Uh, that we have over, almost 18 hours worth of podcast out there right now. We've done. Yeah, that's probably 19 hours more than anybody ever asked for. <laughs> that's true. All, it's the prison sex rules. All the sex you need, but not the sex you want. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but the sex you deserve. That's <laughs> the sex you. The, we do to your ears essentially what happens in maximum security prisons. To well, you can you can theater the mind. The rest. Yeah, pretty boys, basically. <laughs> You sure do got a pretty ear. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and now I'm going to... Never mind. Yep. <laughs> That's enough of that. Be the most glorious three inches it's ever had. <laughs> You've never seen my Q-tips. <laughs> uh, so what else? I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm struggling right now, man. Well, you know, it, it's, it's just been a weird day with all the snow and, you know... I guess I knew snow was coming. So, yeah. But I didn't expect this much. No one can expect this. This is worse than prison sex, actually. Yeah. Because we didn't even see it coming. Well, I, I, I we got know plenty of snow. alerts. But, you know, when they're talking like but how 7 how many times 10, do they cry wolf, though? Yeah. You get exactly. all these alerts and it never... They're like, oh, it's the storm of the century. And you get two inches. And you're like, oh, this is disappointing. You know, it's like when you go to a doctor and you're like, you know, are you pretty good? Well... I do a little better than meteorologists. You walk the other way. You that's get away from that doctor. That's right. You know, my last uh, physical, that's what he said. He's like, you're, pre- you're in pretty good shape for a 54-year-old. I'm like, 54. He's like, oh, shoot, read it wrong. Actually, you're in terrible shape for a 42-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, well, what, what, what would be the line where I'd actually be in average shape? And he's like, yeah. ah, 48. I'm like, all right, I can live with that. Yeah, if you've only aged yourself and all the stuff that you've done, if you've only <laughs> aged your body like six, six years, years more than actual. Yeah, because let me tell you, I treat my body like a fucking jungle gym. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm like an 18-year-old with a dirt bike on my body. <laughs> Just terrible. And, in fact, I was a 44-year-old with a dirt bike, which is part of why my body's in such bad shape. Right. And, I, you know, I tell everybody to make good choices. I don't adhere to that a lot with what I consume as far as food and beverages. So. Oh, no, I don't count that as, I, I think that healthy eating is a myth. Yeah. All eating eventually leads to death. So you might as well enjoy it. Life has the same shitty abrupt end for all of us. Yeah. Let me tell you, um, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about repetition because from a young age, we're conditioned to just repeat everything over and over again. And what do we do every single day? Every single day is a repeat. There's no differentiation of one day to another except for the numbers we put on them on the calendar and the activities that happen. Think about it. Tuesday is podcast day. But Tuesday is podcast day, so that day really stands out to everybody. I'm out of F-bomb jail, too, by the way, but my mother still said, keep it to a low roar. Well, and she did advise you not to speak ill of work. Yes, of my asshole boss that's a prick. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that guy. Yeah. (laughs) That guy. She she said, don't talk shit about your boss, even though he's an asshole. Yeah. I'm like, he he can't help it, though. He he prides himself in being an asshole. You know, it's kind of like I tell people, I believe... Religion is good, and we have this thing called the Bible. There's the Ten Commandments. They all boil down to one thing. Just don't be a jerk. Yeah. I mean, and this guy clearly crosses that threshold. I'm sure he's coveted other people's wives, and pretty sure he's killed somebody, too. Probably sacrificed his son, claiming yeah. that it was in the, in the name of God's right. will. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, We called him to the top of a mountain and yeah. everything else. Bernie, Bernie, cut, cut. <laughs> Ridiculous. You ever seen year one? The movie Year One. <laughs> a long time if ago. If you haven't seen the movie Year One, you need to watch uh, it just for the scene with Hank Azaria. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he's, got, uh, he's got the kid from, uh, oh, Superbad, the, the yeah. nerdy one. Oh, uh, McLovin? McLovin. He's got him on a rock, and McLovin's sitting there going, so what are you going to do? Are you going to sacrifice me? No, no, no. And then Jack Black and Michael Sarah come walking up, and they're like, what are you doing? You're gonna sacrifice him? No, no, no. We're playing a game. It's called Bernie, Bernie, Cut, Cut. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, Cut. And that scene alone makes that whole the whole movie. The rest of the movie could be because I remember the rest of the movie being. Eh, it was pretty good. Eh, it's, it I, a, I really like that movie. A little but, bit of Jack Black goes a long way. Well, yeah, he. But he's he's only he's the star on paper, but right. He's not by far the star in that movie. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of talent in that movie, and. But that one scene makes that whole movie worth watching for me. Jack Black has his moments, and he's a talented guy, but he's always tr- seems to try just too hard. Sometimes. Oh, he overacts everything and yeah. over, overdoes everything. You yeah. know, kind of the same way Will, Will Ferrell does. Yeah, but Will Ferrell is more graceful about it. I guess he is, and I think Will Ferrell's a lot more self-aware too. Yeah, like he so, knows what he is. Like Nick Cage knows that he sucks dick, but he's still going to be Nick Cage out there. Right. He and because he can't act. To right. be anything else. Right. I mean, if he's not stealing the, the Constitution, then he doesn't know, or the Declaration of Independence, he doesn't know what the hell he is. No, and you know, as we've mentioned before, and, and it's worth mentioning again, Richard Gears plays the same robot yeah. in every movie. He does. So does, and, and uh, oh, Dances with Wolf guy. That's uh, Kevin Costner. Costner. We did screw that up in the last episode, and somebody pointed that out to me. They're like, did you just say Richard Gere was in Dances with Wolves? Uh, yeah. I'm like, he was rolling. I just let him go. Well, they're kind of the same guy. They, they have the same chops. They are the Nickelback of actors, essentially. Yeah, except I've liked some things that oh, Nickelback has done. You guys. Early you and, Nickelback You was and good. Eddie. Eddie Fury loves Nickelback. I don't love them. And then them. he's like, well, you know who else loves Nickelback? Dimebag Daryl. You like Pantera. I'm like, of course I like Pantera, and I love Dimebag. God rest his soul. But I don't give a shit. If you, you know, you could tell me Dimebag likes snorting a bag of shit, and I'd be like, I'm still not going to like it. But what exactly is it people really hate about Nickelback anyway? I mean, I've never been able to figure you that out. You know what it is? They suck. <sighs> It's every song sounds the same, and they're rich because of it. So it's more like, it's more like they do the same shit over and over again, but yet they get paid more and more for it, even though it's the same remastered bullshit. Like okay, if you were an author and you wrote a book that's a bestseller, 
What do they tend to do? They write a book that's pretty eerily similar to the first one because it's a, it's a formula. It's why Greta Van Fleet exists because Led Zeppelin already did it and did it much better. Well, that I can agree with. Yeah. Like, it's all re- reconstituted shit. That's what most things are this day and age. That's why this podcast is so refreshing because we, don't, we can't even reconstitute last night's dinner. So That is true. That it, we, although we do... We tend to we have themes. We, we tend do. to throw back to a lot of material. We, I mean, have, we just did that. A second we, have, ago. we have tendencies. Yes, we do have yeah. tendencies. I have noted that. But but everybody loves a good callback, especially if you have something more to add. Our like, tendencies are so random, though. Yes. I mean, we may throw back to something, but we're going to be. It's going to lead to something else that could be great or could be trash, and nobody knows, and that's why they listen. That's kind of the fill effect. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. My my life is a series of randomness. I've thought, I've thought about this long and hard because on my drives, I have nothing better to do but think. And for me, thinking's not a good thing. I think we all know that. I can agree with that. <laughs> and, and I don't, you know, I don't do a lot of thinking. Yeah. Because my mind, I think I've said it before, I, I have like 23 different television sets going on in my head at any different time with 17 different channels and a few memories. Static. Some and, are just the color are just bars. Static. Some are just static. You know. Some are the color bars with the, yeah, the, te- the test screen. And there's everything going on up there. I mean, there's memories from years ago. And, uh, you know, and there's always this nagging thing in the back of my head that pulls me that says, Phil, everything in you, you do in life that you enjoy is going to destroy you or won't call you back. Huh. <laughs> Which is why we do so many callbacks. <laughs> because Phil Phil has callback issues. I do, man. I have I've been ghosted by so many people, it's ridiculous and I don't understand. Well, you know, I did try and call somebody last night or have them call and they were like, Oh yeah, I'll call I'll call you back in a few minutes. Never happened. That was me. <laughs> uh alcohol was a factor. Oh well, you know, that can happen. Yeah. I was thinking about boobs too. Well, I kind of thought that might be part of the case, but <laughs> I kind of get lost in the aura of thinking about boobs sometimes. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm not, a, not, you know, I, I don't have a terribly high sex drive. Probably pretty low, actually. I've been thinking about getting it checked out. I might have low T. I'm not 100% certain. Well, you're at that age. But I know. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. It's terrible. No, you're not even like a probably a summer chicken definitely realize my own mortality at this rate but anyway my sex drive isn't like i have some friends that that's all they think about and you know what else just thinks about food and sex a, a dog that's not you know fixed essentially right so even they take a break every now and then though to chase a ball or something yeah they i mean they put some leisure time activities in there yeah but i you know they can also lick themselves so so they have a built-in advantage right there right right so i mean why would you even leave the house if you could well, they can't really on their own. But they're not aware that this is like they've achieved the pinnacle of something that humans can't do. And that's what separates humans from dogs. That and opposable thumbs. Yeah, well, opposable thumbs too. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure the tail too. Could you imagine if we had a tail? If you had a tail? That'd be pretty great. What would you, I mean, I'd be knocking shit over all the time. Oh, yeah, there would be nothing safe anywhere. Yeah. I would want, like, a really, you know, you see those dogs that have the little skinny tail. I would want a stout, just like, a, fully. Just to show your, your, your manliness. Yeah, just as, as a. As a peacock show. Like, yeah, yeah, really as a counterbalance. Right, too. Ooh, you could do that one. I bet you it would aid you a lot when you're really messed up. Oh, like, yeah. Whoa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skate on my tail for If a your tail was long enough, it could catch you as you started to fall back, and you could lean on it like a tripod. What, do we need backs on chairs if we had a tail? Probably not. Huh, that's interesting. You would need holes <laughs> in the back of the chair. That would be awkward, too. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. You know, and then if I was excited about something, somebody's walking by and I'm whacking them with my <laughs> tail, and they're like, hey. <laughs> you know, I bet dogs are terrible at poker. Because they you know, get really excited, and they have a tail right there. Yeah. Well, I'd probably just wag all the I'd be pretty excited to be playing poker, so I'd just <laughs> be wagging too. all the time. So it'd be, be just like, constant motion. Yeah. But, I mean, you could fan yourself with it. How much energy do you think a dog expels by wagging its tail? It's mostly kinetic. I think so, too. You know, and I, I don't think tails are super muscular, but they're built for endurance. So a dog with no tail is more efficient than one with a tail, though, I feel like. Mm, maybe not. I mean, maybe if they run real fast, they use that tail as a rudder. But what about drag, too? The coefficient at drag's got to be high on a tail. Okay, take the tail off of a plane and fly on it. Ah. <sighs> That's not a good idea, folks. No, it's not. 
That's like the 737 of bathrooms idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've spent a lot of time on airplanes, and let me tell you, the, the, the goal is, and I always got harped on for this, it wasn't me that makes things so tight in the cabin. That's the, the actual operators and airlines themselves, because they want to sardine as many people into that thing as they can. Right. So people are like, why don't you make the aircraft more comfortable? You can, if you stretch out more, you can't fit as many people into it. People equal revenue. And it's a whole economic uh, uh, thing, conundrum. You know, I remember the first time I flew on the private jet with the bank and thinking, this is so anti-commercial flight. Right. You know, I pull up in my car. Some guy comes and grabs my bags for me and throws them in the back. And then we get to the airport, and they pull our car right up by the plane where we landed. Right, right on the tarmac. And, it's just, and then some guy throws my stuff in there, and it's like, What a wow. way to go. That's the level I want to get to. So, folks, yeah. tell other people about our podcast. Please share, like, hit that subscribe button. Do it all. Send us money. You can PayPal us money at pineapple nipple arsehole. At gmail.com. Go for it. Have we arsehole, not asshole. Arsehole. arsehole. If you send it to asshole, it goes to Elon Musk. Yeah. He doesn't need any more money. And Jeff Bezos. They yes. split it. They do. They're, they're laughing all the way. When, once they wouldn't let us have asshole and made us do arsehole, they're like, ah, we got these guys now right where we want them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we will steal all of their money and they will never have a jet. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. These rich pricks want to make sure that we don't have the creature comforts and luxuries that they have because much like opposable thumbs and the reason to reason is what separates dogs and humans what separates the rich assholes compared to us slubs is that they have all these creature comforts wonderful things they don't worry about the little shit that we do they don't worry about getting the mail every day they don't worry about shoveling their sidewalk they have many minions to pay to do that bullshit well, I want to put this out there right now to everybody listening who's on Amazon right now and going to buy something. <laughs> you could easily redirect that money right to us, and then we can be the asshole. Here's what I want you to do. Let's split the difference. Find a cheaper alternative to whatever you're buying and give us the difference in what you were originally going to buy. That way we all win. At this point, we could start a nonprofit yeah. because there's been no profit. Zero. Absolutely. So it's, then they could go to smile.amazon.com, select go. the PA Podcast Express, which at this point is just charity because everybody that listens and doesn't send us money is kind of a freeloader. So it's just a charity. You sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you guys aren't freeloaders. Eventually you will make us We appreciate all of our fans, especially the consistent ones that, you know, there's nothing that. My life is pretty fucking shitty right now. It's by my own doings for the most part. I'm, I've put myself in an unhappy place. But nothing really brings me more joy than when somebody says they're listening or points out something to the podcast or sends me something that they, a point that they really enjoyed. Like, just like saying, you know, JB should be slamming ass all over this town. Like, people love that line. I've had yeah. five different people be like, that's great. And it's true. Yes, JB, you should be slamming ass all over this town. And he's not. No. No, he's doing the opposite of that. Well... Maybe not Deckerville. Maybe he's like That's a, your territory. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I'm slamming ass all over this town. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, other than that, what, what's, what's grinding your gears? I pretty much already expelled a lot of it. <laughs> I mean, talking about the day-to-day repetitions and how shitty life actually kind of can be if you let it. You know, here's what I've decided, too. In life, if you enjoy something, pursue it. But also pursue like-minded people that enjoy the same thing, and you're going to amplify the enjoyment a whole lot more. Like when you have somebody to share things with that understands, yes, because they enjoy it too. That's what's the best. That's that's uh, that's the high you're trying to achieve. That's something that drugs can't give you. And uh, I mean, if you're into whatever, if you're into bukkake, if you're into if you're into shuffleboard, wow, we went right to bukkake to <laughs> shuffleboard. Huh? If you're into, I mean, they're very similar. If you're into shuffleboard while bukkake, I mean, you never know. Like, very similar. Find, there's people out there that enjoy it, too. For every fetish we've talked about it, for every fetish, don't feel alone. Don't hide it. There's a whole community of people that I'm sure enjoy the same fucked up shit you do. Yeah. Well, there's nudist Look colonies. at our listeners. I mean, they're all pretty messed up in the head if they enjoy this podcast. Well, that is true. 
So that is true. It's a whole network of DJs. You all know who you are. That's right. Basically, <laughs> if you hit play, that's you. <laughs> that's you. You you know the first one's free, and then after that, we got you hooked. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then the next one's free, and then the and next then one free. free. And we hope to keep it free. That's what somebody said. They're like, you have seven jobs. I'm like, yeah, but only like two of them actually pay me. Right. Because there's, ra- there's a radio station. Cost there's a radio, money. Yeah, there's a radio station I do a lot of work for, and I have never seen a dime from them. But I enjoy no. it. It's that repetition, though. See, right. because either, unless you have a natural aptitude for something, in order to improve at it, you have to practice. You have to practice, practice, practice. Like playing a musical instrument. There's some people that can just pick it up and... They have an aptitude, so they could do it, but then, then they get hooked, so they practice to get better. Because you want to always pursue to be some sort of level or the best, and you're always comparing yourself to somebody else whenever you do anything like that. I've been playing guitar for 38 years, and I can tell you I'm not one of those naturals. Like, right. There's times when I still you know, pick up the guitar and feel like I have Parkinson's. You but know, when you see that natural, like the Eddie Van Halen's or the Stevie Ray Vaughn's, you're like, that guy just got the natural talent. He's yeah. practiced his ass off, don't get me right. wrong. Oh, but yeah, you've got to practice even with natural talent, yeah. which, is, which is why we're doing this. We have no talent, and we have to practice. And, you know, if you're stuck on a merry-go-round that's spinning at a high rate of speed, it's going to hurt to get off. Trust me, I was a fat kid. The yeah. playground was not kind. No. But if you want to try something different, you've got to take a leap. Exactly. You've got to take a leap of faith. Yeah. I'm not good at lots of shit, but I've always focused on the stuff that I feel like I am because I enjoy it. Because nothing is better than achieving a goal or winning. Who doesn't like to win? You're insane if you tell me you don't like to win. Well, you know, it's like I I tell the kids on the wrestling team. Yeah. You do this to have fun. Right. And what is more fun than winning? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Maybe eating soup out of the skulls of your rivals, but... Well, but you had to win to do that. Exactly. You know, exactly. so winning leads to a means. Yes. So I, 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 I think that that's pretty accurate. There's not a whole lot more fun than winning. It's success breeds success, too. Once you achieve a level of success, you want to achieve that high again. Right. Or, or exceed it. You yes. Know, well, what's or next? Or be better. Like, what's oh, next? I got I beat this guy. Well, this guy's better, supposedly. I'm going to go whoop his ass now. Yeah. And whatever. Even if it's tiddlywinks, I don't give a shit. Exactly. Oh, he's, he's top rated in cornhole. Huh. I can beat his ass. Oh, my, my brother and I were playing over the summer. We were playing that golf ball game, yeah. the ladder ball or whatever. Oh, yeah, monkey golf. And, I mean, by the end of it, we're trying to wrap those things around each other's necks and choke each other, choke each other out. Because it's, it's just, that competitive nature. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it's a sibling rivalry. Oh, yeah. And we used to play, like, RBI baseball and Tecmo Bowl back in the day. Yeah. And, dear God, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> there, there have been battles over great lands that have shed less blood than we did playing those stupid video games. So my favorite thing ever, and uh, my friend is a dick, and here's why. When we were younger, we played a lot of croquet. Well, I had a friend, and his brother would always be very competitive. I literally saw my friend chase his brother across the yard with a croquet mallet, and he broke it over his ass. He swung it at him so hard. That's a dick move, but I liked it. It was good material. I laughed. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time at the time when it happened. Yeah. But he basically wrapped a croquet mallet around his brother's ass and snapped it in half. It was glorious. Damn. That was the end of croquet for the day, though, by the way. Well, yeah, you're down a mallet. That all rhymed. Did you catch that? That was the end of the day for croquet, by the way. <laughs> Is it, was that a haiku? I think you were I one more short. I think it was a short. haiku. One short one of a haiku. Short. Damn, you had a natural haiku. I needed one more syllable. <laughs> well, that's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> now you really sound like my dad. <laughs> Well, if he hears that, you're going to hear about it later. Oh, I know. He's like, just I ex- one more line. I expected better, man. Come on. You know, that's the thing, and I pull this on my kids, too. I don't ever get mad at my kids, but I get disappointed, and that just burns them more. That, oh, yeah. Just, oh. Yeah. Well, I, I, I always tell my kids that I have a favorite. I just won't tell them which one <laughs> it is. Never tell them which one it is. You know, you have to battle yeah. for my affections, yeah. and that's, that's totally okay. Fighter 2 has entered. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know. That's my parenting tip for the day. If, if you have children, never, ever, ever let them know that you care. No, never, ever, never. My kids are going to turn out fine. I mean, Anth- yeah. Anthony's 20. He's going to be fine. They don't need any kind of reassurances. No. I mean, let nature take care of it. Right. It, hey, if, I was, if, if this was the wild, I would totally have just fended for myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the dad that, I'm the dad that I'd push them out of the nest before they could fly just because. Right, right, because, you know. Hey, you learned a valuable lesson about gravity. That's right. Gravity always wins. Yes. 
or it doesn't exist. One of the two. I don't think gravity is a myth, but okay, we can explore well, that a little bit. Show it to me. <laughs> Let's paging Newton. I'm Sir Isaac Newton. I'm going to set a bowl here. You fill it with gravity. <laughs> and uh, You can fill a bowl with gravity and shit in another and see which one fills up first. Exactly. <laughs> if I can't see it, it doesn't exist. You know, I, I did see an interesting thing posed. <sighs> we can see water but can't see air, right? So does that mean a fish can see air but can't see water? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's a good enough answer for me. Either way, if, we're in, if we swap mediums, one of us is drowning. Yeah, one, we're not happy. Right. Unless you're a fish person or a person fish. Yeah. Do, you know, do they have horror movies about, like, lunged people walking around in the water? They and, like, do. Chasing I'm sure after them? the fish go to the fish driving, and they're like, ooh, this is scary. It would be a fishing. Yeah. A swimming. Yeah, swimming. A swimming. Yeah. And they're, like, sitting here, they're like, this movie's freaky, man. Yeah. You see that? That, that guy, he's got kills. He's got they creatures. have creature from the arid wasteland instead who, of creature from the Black Lagoon. Who decided that mermaids should be the bottom half and not the top half? Should it, it would have been weirder to be the top half and not the bottom half. It would have been, but it, not as, uh, if you're a sailor, <laughs> I mean. The sirens really don't call for, you're not really attracted to a fish-lipped, uh, yeah. No, but, you know, the bottom half is pretty gross, too. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh. I mean, I'm just saying, it, it's, who the hell, why can't they just have feet and legs and swim? Right. You know. Right. I know plenty. And, and why are they, I mean, you hear a lot about mermaids and they're, they're always, you know. Mermen? Yeah, why aren't there more mermen? So the whole construct's pretty sexist then. Yeah. But the whole theory behind it is, is they were sirens that called sailors to the sea to their ultimate death because... That's what they want. Right, bitches. Yeah. Well, succubus. Essentially, most women. Mer, mer bitches. Because, I mean, let's face it. Women always want something. Oh, yeah. I mean. Like, you know, my wife's always complaining about time and affection. Oh, and, good you lord. Know. I know. You're like, I'm married. What the hell more do you want? Yeah, I mean. I. I've By the way, don't take advice from me. I've been divorced for almost six years, so. <laughs> And single for a lot of that time. She'd know, but if she's listening to this, which she probably not, because she doesn't like anything talk radio, talk shows, anything. Yeah, so. we are the pinnacle of that for and, sure. Uh, so she doesn't really listen to anything. But if she was listening, she would totally be rolling her eyes to that. <laughs> she would be. I know that I'm. I know this about myself. I'm terrible to date. I mean, I'm a good human being. I know that, but I'm not good in a relationship because I'm. I know things about myself. Like, I'm pretty selfish. And well, and that's a good stuff to know. I mean, yeah. if you know that, self-awareness it is a technically makes you less selfish. Yeah. And I, I know that. Like, I, relationships take work. If you want to have a successful relationship, it takes effort. It doesn't matter. It's like everything else, you know? And I feel like I, I kind of been doing it. I don't do it with this podcast, but I half-ass so many things in life. You should never do that. Pick one thing and whole-ass it. Don't half-ass like seven right. different things. Yeah. And that's how I feel about relationships sometimes. I'm just half-assing it. And that's not fair to the other person. Well, because but, what if they're putting everything into it? Well, hold on, though. All right. Can you have more than 100%? No. Okay. Theoretically, so if, no. If you half-ass it and they fill their part and half-ass it, you now have a whole-ass... But what if the asses, what if it's the same cheek? Then they're not, co not as compatible. You, well, that's, you almost, that's you've the gotta trick. Find, you've got to find, find the opposite, opposite cheek. cheek. Exactly. Yes. You have to find the opposite cheek. We did not rehearse that. <laughs> that, just, that was organic. That, that, was, that was very organic, yeah. But we, were, we're, we're, we, need, to, we, need, to, we need to separate because I think we're thinking too yeah. much alike right now. Well, People don't want that. You know, and, and here's the thing. If, if, you, <laughs> if you have two of the same cheek and they can get along, there's no asshole. Right. That's a great point. So maybe that's the key. <sighs> so that's right. So two cheeks, no hole. I mean, let's face it. That's, that's got to be pretty good. That's Yeah, that's what everybody's looking for. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 21st year of marriage. Yeah. And which, to remind everybody, if I had just murdered somebody instead, I'd be free by now. Wow. I'd be out. You'd be out for good behavior? Yeah. <laughs> so... 
you know, I'd have that going. What's for happening? Me. But no, I, I I still feel very happily married and and all that. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. very happily married, but I will say it it does take effort. But I, I pretty much lucked out that uh, I guess I have a a low maintenance partner in life. You know, she yeah. she lets me do all the stupid shit that I want to do, like podcasts and, and you, playing a band. But you and, two enjoy a lot of the same things, though, right. too, which that harkens back to my earlier. Like, align yourself with like-minded people that like similar things, and that's the recipe for success. And, and really, there's never an argument because there's no voice of reason between the two of us. Yeah, like me. I mean, there can't be a voice of reason in my head. That would just be weird. If, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you've seen the recent guitar wall that I just built. Yes. And... When I'm like, hey, I want to do this, and she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And she made some suggestions, which I really didn't, some of which were right on spot what I wanted to do, and some of them was like, no, 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 that's not what I want to do. It's not right. how I want to do this. And so there's two factors there. One, I need more walls because I have more guitars. Two, she's let me buy all those guitars. There's been no, I don't think I've ever been told no when I've tried to buy a guitar and I, some of my guitars, I, I have varying tastes. Some of them are not very expensive. Some of them, yeah, kind of. I could buy a car for yeah. the price. That oh, I'm I'm well so, aware. I'm well aware. So I, I, there's very rarely a no. You can't see. Do that's that. what that's what I also lack in life. Is I've said this before too. Someone to tell me no. Nobody ever tells me no. So I do some of the most obscure shit because I'm like, eh, who's it? Who's it going to affect besides myself? I mean, yeah. it's money. You can't take it with you. And yeah. I mean, I still would like more of it because I would like to pursue things I enjoy as my financial endeavors rather than, I'm just, I'm not not digging being an engineer anymore. I'm just not. Well, I can understand that. I mean, I'm back in the fray. I I took 12 years off from being a network computer guy. And and I don't want to say I took that time off because it's kind of a hobby of mine too. And and I did a lot of that same work for myself in my business. Right contracting that I did so I I did a lot of that IT type work but it's different when you're doing it for yourself and your and your right. own and you can kind of pick and choose what you're doing so I had that time off of it now that I'm back into it I really really enjoy it like yeah. I'm like wow I really miss this but if I'd have been doing the it for the last back, 12 the years back. yeah and if who I, knows if I got out of engineering in 5 years that passion might come roaring back I still enjoy Figuring out solving problems, fixing things, improving things. I still enjoy yeah. the, the basis of engineering. The thing that I don't like is the, the corporate world. It's just the corporate world. Tears yeah. me up. The constant yeah. fear, the threats, the turnover. Um, I just I don't want to deal with that, you know? Um, it just that, That's the whole part of it. And by the way, episode two, we haven't mentioned it yet. We should take a drink. Drink. Yep. My mother has been listening. She still hasn't listened to episode two Good. on the console of my sister telling her not to. Yeah. She said, I had, my, I had your older sister listen to the episode, episode two, drink, and uh, she advised me not to listen to it, my mother. Yeah, said. your sister's wise. I mean, obviously, yeah. your sister's, you know, pretty successful in their own right. Yeah, they're both extremely successful. And, uh, you know, they got you with the Pop-Tarts. Yeah, that was the younger sister. The older sister's the one that hit me harder than I've ever been hit in my life. You know what she did? She had about a 400-page hardcover book. She Ooh. hit me right over the top of the head with the spine of it, and it knocked me unconscious. Wow. Yeah. I got knocked out in a pillow fight once. <laughs> in a pillow fight? Did somebody so, follow through? Here's my friend as a dick, and here's, <laughs> here's why. why. All right. So I was probably about 12 years old, and this friend of mine, and they were always family friends, so we were hung out. He was in high school. Yeah. And uh, we were over at their house. And we got into a pillow fight. And <laughs> First I got, of all, how cliche. I got caught with an uppercut with Ooh. like a heavy feather pillow. Ooh. And it was like we'd been pillow fighting for a little while. And there was a few of us in the pillow fight. But we were pillow fighting for a little while. Um, <laughs> were you well, in your, your at the start or at the end? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> strip, um, strip pillow fight. So you know how like a feather pillow will compact in the bottom of a pillow? Yeah. In a pillowcase? Well, that had happened, and I, like, he full baseball swinged it, like, stepped into it, <laughs> uppercut, and snapped my head back so hard that I literally, like, just fell back on the ground. 
And I wake up and he's like slapping me on the face, going, "You gotta wake up! Your mom's dude, gonna kill dude, me, dude! You gotta wake up! <laughs> Your mom's gonna kill me." And uh, I did wake up, obviously. And um, his mom did not kill him. Or and my mom did your, not kill your him. Your mom did it. So so, once again, that's probably goose feathers in there. You know how I feel about geese. Well, they fully attacked. Yeah, I, I have been severely injured other times when I was much older and a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. We were. He he actually lived with my parents and I when I was about uh, eighteen years old or so. He he moved in after after high school, and he we got into like a we used to get into some just massive brawls. Yeah, and uh, he filled a uh, a pillowcase with a half bag of rock salt and some boots. Oh, and I had a pillowcase with like a bunch of other heavy stuff in it too. And we were cool we, balls. We, yeah, pretty much. I mean, so we we were we were not. I I don't want to say we were. Well, we were vicious. We'll put it that way. And uh, I tried to dodge a swing of his. Yeah. And he followed through and came right down on the oh. like right on my shoulder blades because I kind of bent over to dodge it, and right. then he just followed through. And, caught, and I mean, it knocked me right to the ground. It knocked the wind out of me. I guarantee this is the same friend that when you had BB gun wars, he ignored the one pump rule. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and if you had one guess, you'd figure out who it is. I mean, it's not. <laughs> I think I have a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, but we we used He's to a have great some, guy, but he does not fight clean. Oh no. <laughs> well, we used to play. We called it living area football. Yeah. And we clear all the furniture out to the to the sides of the of the room, and we. We used to play so hard that our knees would actually bleed through, and my mom would get mad because <laughs> we'd rip holes in the pants. Because the rule was you had to play on your knees. Right, right. And those uh, aren't rules to live by, ladies. Oh yeah, we. I yeah. mean, we we we'd shred the pants and, and just shred our knees and get blood on the carpet. My mom would be like, "Why is there streaks of blood on the carpet?" Oh well, like, my knee was bleeding. But that, why are they all up? That and down? was my seventeen-yard touchdown. Run. Right. Well, I was just going to say, why are they all on the fifty-yard line? <laughs> It was a battle of sheer will. Yes. So, you know, we, we, uh, we were a little too serious in everything yeah. like that that we did. <laughs> and uh, there were, I, I, I could probably tell a My Friend is a Dick and Here's Why story every week about him, but I refrain. You know, I have a friend who I could very well, I lived with him for a while. He's the same one with the Boogers. I could probably tell a story about him every single week, too, because he is a dick, but he was my friend. He's one of those guys that everybody's like, how are you even friends with that guy? I'm like, well, I know he's a dick, but he's cool to me, you know? He's cool to me. Did you ever play Heat Out in a vehicle? No. Okay, so the rules of Heat Out, and I, I highly suggest this game if you're on a trip and need to pass some time. Or gas. Or, or gas. <laughs> we would, uh, it'd be summer, yeah. we would turn the heat all the way up. But before we did that, we'd stop at a gas station, we'd buy two bottles of water. Okay. And usually two boxes of like saltine crackers Jesus or something Christ. really salty. Okay. And the rule was beer nuts. I love rule, beer nuts. They're oh, so they're good. good. But anyway, yeah. the rules are the rule is basically you turn the heat all the way up, you roll the windows up, and you just start going shot for shot on saltine crackers or whatever whatever salty thing you have. The first person to have to break into the water loses. So and we would literally, you know, go to the point where we we would make it. And we we just drive random places. Like one time we decided on like a ninety degree night at like midnight, we we're left my drive, house. We're gonna drive to Mississippi. We drove to we went to see Jackson State Prison. Yeah, because yeah. we made it all the way there without opening the water, <laughs> and we had to stop a couple times for more boxes of crackers because we're just <laughs> neither one of us would cave. <laughs> so if you're in the car and you need to pass some time, I, I'll tell you, I don't even I don't know if it was delirium. Or dehydration, this what? Is, but I don't remember the trip to Jackson Prison. This reminds me of waterboarding for some reason. It's similar, but it's the opposite. It's the opposite of waterboarding. It actually is. See, I used to do that. I, if I had terrible gas, I'd just fart, crank up the windows, and turn the heat on high. Just well, because. Yeah. That's know? a whole different type of heat out. Yeah. That's, you have a seat. That's a whole different, whole different type. You are actually absolutely right. You got it? You all right? <laughs> Another fan of snow. <laughs> Fucking snow. <laughs> you know, you should probably put a headset Here, on. Nobody can hear on. shit that, that you're saying. Here, there we go. There we go. 
there, there you go. This is great broadcasting right now. Yeah, this is that that thing kind of sucks. It's floppy. There you go. You got it. Yeah, magic touch. So the Craig Nickel, he's actually one of my re- relatives over here and a fan of the podcast. So re- he's relatively to you. Relatively relative to me. I've just known him for a hundred years, I think. So I'm give not, or take ten years. I'm not quite a hundred. <laughs> Have you? You got to be. Do you start going backwards or something? I'm halfway. Well, there you go. So, what's grinding your gears today besides snow? I can't think of anything. I'm still sleeping. <laughs> so are we? Yeah, we. That's kind of how we do oh, the whole podcast. Nothing's open in town, so I had to come over here. Well, isn't that weird too? Like I drove through Sandusky and I was like, "That's closed. That's closed. That's closed." And it was just odd. But yet I had to go to work today. I yeah. know. I, I well, I, I, I didn't. I rolled up, and there's a bunch of dudes here on snowmobiles, and I'm like, it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and they'd been here for a while. And I'm like, man, it must be nice to be able to afford a toy like that and not have to go to work. Well, so I was, I had a call at 9 o'clock at work that I was going to get on. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't imperative that I'm on there, but I wanted the information that was being discussed. So I, I'm out, outside working on getting dug out. And I'm like, oh, shoot, it's 9.04. It's starting at 9. So I rush in the house. I, I peel all my layers off. I go and sit in my office. I click to get on the, uh, on the call, and I hear, okay, well, if you have any other questions, just feel free to email us. Let's wrap it up. And yeah, I, just, I just hit the end button. Pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. Yeah, their email is nowhere near as cool as that. Have you that. checked the email lately? Did anybody email us? Why well, I have people, it all on my why phone. Why don't people email us? I don't get this. They're turds. It's your perfect... It, you have the perfect platform. It is your opportunity to uh, get fame by proxy. That's right. Absolutely. Because we'll, we'll read anything on air. Obviously, we'll say anything, so we'll read anything. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yep. I, I had a, a longtime friend that started listening to the podcast. She listened to episode two, Drink, and uh, thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. The only beer I had today was uh, we, we plowed a friend of mine's driveway, and mm-hmm. there was a beer laying in the snow underneath. Yeah. I grabs it. There you go. So what? It was 10 o'clock in the morning. Ah. I just had one, and an hour, hour later I was sleeping. Don't let societal norms drag you down when it comes to things like drinking in the morning, right? Am I wrong, Adam? You are not. And no, no, no new emails, which is disappointing, which means right now, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> I don't care if you just send us a dot. Yeah. Send us an email at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com or the painful nut allergy PNA podcast express at gmail.com. We need those emails. We need the feedback to keep going. So somebody brought up something interesting to me. We were talking about the dick pic mosaics of the presidents, which are coming along wonderfully. I just finished Richard, Richard Nixon, by the way. Um, so they said, well, before the internet, think about... Did you, wait, did you use all tricky dicks? Yeah. For they, that? Okay. They're weird looking dicks. <laughs> okay, I used, I used the, the, yeah. All bent to the left? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I'm not a crook. Uh, so, think about dick pics. Oh. Think about the science of dick pics before the internet. I mean, you had to Polaroid that stuff and intentionally send it to somebody or give it to them. Like, think of how much more shameful it is to have to hand somebody a physical... Polaroid of your dick if you want them to have a dick pic, rather than now you can just blindly you know, text it to them. Well, that's where I would tell somebody, I got a book from the library. Look what I found on page 42. <laughs> there was this dick pic. And they'd be like, are you sure that's not yours? I'd be like, no, this is only a 5 by 7 Need, need an 8x10 for mine. Plus, it's terrible lighting. Diagonal. And, terrible lighting and bad framing, too. I right. would never take a dick pic like that. Yeah. There was two people that you went to school with that had no problem dropping their drawers in front of people. Well, there's a lot of people that I went to school with. Yeah, Some I played in the band with that don't, didn't have... They were weirder times. Think about that. Back in the day, it used to be socially acceptable to drop your pants at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Now don't do it. Don't even try to. No, oh. you end up on a list. Oh, you yeah. end up on a list. That's right. You have to register. Yeah. I, I actually know somebody that happened to outside of a bar here in Sandlot County. Yeah. They had, and it, if the police would have just caught them, I don't think it would have happened, but they were reported by somebody that was throwing a fit about it. They were out behind the bar in the parking lot because the bathrooms were full. Taking a leak. Taking a leak. <laughs> now they have to tell their neighbors that they exist. <laughs> uh, that's, that's never a position you want to be in. You don't want to no. have to go to your neighbor and say, 
Hey, by the way, if you have internet, you're going to find this out anyway. I'm a registered sex offender. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. It wasn't like little kid stuff. I'm not a kid diddler. I don't diddle kids. (laughs) I don't diddle kids. No, that's not my forte. My forte is pissing behind a bar with my junk hanging out in the wind and a cop right beside me. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) said friend we talked about earlier, (laughs) we were were in Traverse City and we we left a bar. Now, keep in mind, we, we were standing, we were, our table was right near the kitchen at this bar all night, Uh-huh. and uh, as we're leaving, he presents me with about a, oh, 12, 14-inch long butcher knife that he reached around the corner in the kitchen, grabbed, and stuck in the back of his pants. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you going to do with that? He's like, I don't know, I probably shouldn't carry it on me. <laughs> So you he, probably should put it back, is what I would say. No, we had already left. Okay. We're, we're like leaving the bar. We're and walking, he's got his knife. and he just he just like reaches in the back of his pants and pulls this thing out. And I'm like, how in the hell did you get out of that? you know get yeah. out of there with that? So he proceeds to put it down a manhole. He just drops <laughs> it down a manhole. Five minutes later, he's by a dumpster. We're in, we're walking behind the bar in an alley. He's yeah. he's by a dumpster taking a leak, and what pulls through the alley but a, a police officer. And uh, the cop pulls up right next to him while he's while doing he's, his business. And uh, cop just says to him, uh, "Is there a toilet out here?" And he's like, "Well, there must be because I'm taking a leak." What city were you in? <laughs> Traverse City. You could the whole city's this toilet. You know, he's although like, Traverse City's kind of nice. He's like, "There must be because I'm taking a leak." <laughs> And, uh, hey, don't you have butcher knives to look for in manholes or well, something? Exactly. I said, yeah. and, and I'm standing there going, it's probably a really good thing that he got rid of that because <laughs> he's going to get patted down or something. And all he did was like, you know, that that could put you on a list. And he's like, I know. I hope it doesn't put me on a list. He's like, have a good night. <laughs> Clean yourself up and sort yourself out. Yeah. Five minutes later, I was puking on a public bus and escaping <laughs> off the thing so that... Uh, now, would you rather have somebody pissing in an alley or puking on a public bus? Come well, on. Well, it depends on if you're the driver of that bus who yeah. stood at the front with a whole load of like really drunk people and going, if anybody pukes, you know, kind of a Chris Farley moment. If anybody pukes by the river. on this bus, you'll be riding with me to the end and you'll be cleaning it up. So it had those magazine holders on the back of the chair. Oh, you arfed in one of those. Oh, I filled that thing up. It was overflowing. And then, of course, it's spring-loaded, so when I snapped <laughs> it back... Puke went everywhere. It, like, sprayed up on me. <laughs> so the guy, the friend of mine who's sitting next to me, he goes to the front of the bus and tells our other buddies who are all the way to the front, oh, Adam... And he, they're right behind the driver. Adam just puked <laughs> in the back. And the driver's like, what? And they're like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, they're, nothing. We're good. He's we're talking good. about it at the bar. He's talking about it at the bar. <laughs> so... I go to get off the bus, and I, I wait. You know, we're at our stop at the hotel we're at, and there's a whole bunch of people getting off. And so I wait until there's no more line because right. I'm going to hightail it out of there. And I did, but the guy could smell it. Yeah. And so he's just like, hey, are you the one that puked? And I'm out the door, and I, I just took off running as fast as I could, which is not fast. <laughs> not fast at all. Not fast no, at no. all. You can, t- I, you can time your 40 time with a sundial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You you could use the Mayan calendar to uh, <laughs> to to time my uh, your forty my yard run. dash, and, yeah. But he didn't catch me, and I I, I dove into some bushes because I was sure he was going to chase after me. And I I get in the bushes and I look around, and the bus is just pulling away, and I'm like, well, that was really lackluster. <laughs> You're like, you know, that is what, not what I expected. What a hollow threat from that son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's full of shit. He he ain't chasing nobody down. So yeah, I've kind of felt like I got away with one there, but boy, I paid for that. For the next two days, you know, oh, feeling a little rough. Oh, I, I remember sitting on the bus before I puked and going, "If I just live to see my kids again, I, I, I will never do this and I'll never do that." You know, I was making all these promises. This was to after God. you had kids already. Yeah. Ooh, I don't have any. All my saucy stories are pretty much from either after my divorce or before I had kids. So I get it. I guess I get it. That wasn't the drunkest I've been, right. but it was the most volatile drunk I've been as far as like just. I spent the entire... I woke up the next day cold on a tile bathroom floor in the suite at the hotel. Um, Hoping for the sweet release of death? I, yeah, I slept on everybody's <laughs> wet towels I believe that they, they showered on. I believe they call that a blackout. I've had so many of them that... 
you know, the only real times I've blacked out was when I was playing with my band. And one time was my birthday. They brought me the first set out of Tuscola Joe's. Awesome bar in its day. But the first set, they brought me like 14 shots of tequila. And they were lining them up. I, Eddie tells everybody, oh, Adam likes tequila. So everybody's bringing shots. And they're, they're lining them up on the stage in front of me. I did all of them in the first set. And I don't remember anything after that. And uh, I literally woke up with Eric, like, pushing me, saying, hey, uh, you kind of stayed the night here, and you need to get up and start moving because I'm opening up for breakfast. <laughs> so I went down and got breakfast, and I didn't leave that day. I, I literally went to Walmart and Carroll and bought some clothes to play that night, and I just stayed there all day. And, uh, you know, they had a little green room there that we had a couch and a TV <laughs> and stuff in. We don't and talk I, about what happens in the green room. I just stayed there. They had a shower, so I got a shower. I, I felt pretty decent by the time we played, but I was in no shape to... I think I was still drunk when he woke me up in the morning. <laughs> so I, I was in no shape to drive home at that point. And so I went. he made me breakfast, and I went back up there, slept for a little while longer, went to Walmart, came back. It was just a whole deal, but it, it was... Uh, and then the other time was when I was in Saginaw, and I woke up the next morning and i have no idea how i got home or where you know anything so you you had the you had the band with eddie after um rod and them guys had it and they always said well let's let well we'll let craig drive he's you know he he said he'll stay sober and we go down to a machine shop he did not stay sober. no i did not (laughs) that car that car drove itself back because (laughs) there's me there's rick there's gus rod um, Eddie, everybody yeah. was in one car. Well, that, that was after. Yes! What a ragtag. Oh, yeah, after, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, it was there, bad. There were some. We had, a, uh, we had a trip over to Flint for our other guitar players, Kenny, for his bachelor party. Fucking Kenny. And uh, <laughs> holy I re- shit. I remember him. Well, Kenny tells us on the ride home, you know, he, he's marrying this beautiful girl. She's, she's, she had just passed her bar. And she was literally like a black-haired Barbie doll. And he tells us on the way over there, I don't think I want to get married. Or on the way back, we're all drunk, and he just springs on us, I don't think I want to get married. And you're like, dude, you've already outkicked your coverage, man. Yeah, we're like, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, you're... If you think you're going to find something better, you're a fool. Well, then he tells he starts crying. You know, he's hammered. He starts crying. This other girl, she makes me sandwiches. And I'm like... Subway will make a damn sandwich. Yeah, for like seven bucks, which (laughs) saves you, you know. So you're going to tell a girl the weekend before you're going to get married who just passed her bar that you don't want to get married and you've had a big, huge, like... Epiphany. No, no, they had a big, huge, like, uh, bridal party and got all these gifts and stuff. She sued the shit out of him. So he did back out? Oh, yeah. What an idiot. Yeah. That's a karate kick to the crotch right well, there. Well, let's keep in mind that Kenny was an electrician who had to live in an apartment above a store in Mayville because he had four kids. He had worked at a, at a strip club as a bouncer. And he attracted this beautiful woman who was an attorney? Yeah. He'd, he'd have had it made. Mm-hmm. And he lived in the... He sub- had a unicorn. Above, he had yeah, a unicorn. Yeah. And uh, especially the fact that he had four kids with strippers because he worked as a bouncer as a strip bar. Mm-hmm. And so he had four kids with strippers that he was paying... He never had any money. And one day I'm just like, dude, you're an electrician. And he was a specialized electrician. Right. And I'm like, how are you broke all the time? And he tells me, well, I used to work at the strip club. Oh. And I got some kids. And uh, so, yeah, he was paying, you know, four different women. If That's he would have moved up just one notch, they would never that have gotten is, pregnant. That is right. probably right. the, yeah, just that much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tain a thing. <laughs> By the way, that's probably the saddest story anybody's ever told on this podcast. That, that it was sad, and I, you know, that's tragic. It's that kind of funny because I, I seen him like two years ago, and now all of his kids are obviously over yeah. eighteen. And he doesn't pay that anymore, and and he's just like, yeah, I don't. He moved to North Carolina and stuff. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with all the money. <laughs> You're like idiot. <laughs> and it's like you'd have had the last eighteen years of that if. You hadn't have done that, or if you'd have just done it differently. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> that really hurts my heart. Yeah. Uh, and, episode two drink. And I uh, and I uh, I envy everybody that has kids because I'm fifty. I don't have none mm. that I know of. 
There's the line. Thank you. Yeah, that I know of. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> that I know of. In, in two weeks, I'm going to be going over the road. So I'll be having to listen to you guys on the road. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, that's a terrible thing. That's a good thing. Having to listen to us is, I mean, if it's, if it's forced upon you, I, I hear the KGB is using our podcast to extract <sighs> Guantanamo information Bay. from people. They're using yeah. Guantanamo? Yeah. <laughs> And, and this, this is what we blast at Kim Jong-un's palace. Yes. It's, it's actually been deemed cruel and unusual punishment by the Geneva Convention. The Geneva Convention has outlawed it. Yes. So they, they're like, just waterboard people again. Just come on. Just waterboard people. Saw them in half with the 50 cal. Yeah. Don't make them listen to this podcast. Exactly. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting a lot of feedback from that. But, you know, no press is bad press. I don't. We're at 55. We're huh? at 55 minutes. Thank you. I actually knew that. My internal clock was telling me we're probably getting to some point we should wrap it up. But what about uh, any karate kicks to the crotch today for anybody? Well, obviously the, the snow, snow. You know, the I, snow. I took an icy karate kick to the crotch. Yeah. No, I, I didn't fall or anything. But it, I'll tell you what. I don't think I felt my feet until about noon today. Well, can you bend over that far? Yeah. Oh. If I'm sitting. Okay, okay. <laughs> if I'm seated, I can feel my feet. <laughs> I can't feel nothing from my knees down because I am soaked from being out in that stuff today. Yeah, I bet you your toes are nice. Uh, they're wet. It was my, they're warm, but they're wet. It was a unique adventure. Like today. I bet my, you they look like a dog's throat. Oh, they're I'm so sure. Wrinkly. Yeah. I'm sure. If you had a tail, you wouldn't have that problem. Nope. You'd have fanned them off by now. <laughs> Well, so my mom and dad used to say I, I had a tail when I was little, but you know I can I can see that yeah mom and dad love them, but uh we we so this morning I'm I'm thinking to myself I'm gonna wait till the roads get cleared because I had to go into work because our <clears> boss says we have to come in I wasn't gonna take a personal day because I've got better shit to do to take personal days for for things I actually want to do yeah so I wait till about eight thirty I wait till about quarter to nine and my buddy plows my driveway for me so that's good to go I'm like yep. Awesome. Let's go. Let's do this. Leave at 9 o'clock. Fix it. I'll get to work about 9.30, 9.45, which is later. I normally get there about 8, 8.30. The, the village hadn't plowed my street yet. So I spent 40 minutes digging my car out of my street just to get out of it. Well, my place, like, my brother got out on, on his side-by-side and did a better job than I could do with my truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was, that was disappointing. Yeah. So... Life's just, one, life's just one disappointment after another. You, you have a plow on your truck? Yeah. But it was buried. I, yeah. It, oh, it, my whole plow and everything when I got up this morning was completely covered in snow. Like, I couldn't see my plow, and that's no joke. I could see the, the sticks on the end. I could not see the plow. Mr. Plow, Mr. Plow. Yeah. It, my son reminded me the other day we passed a, a truck with a plow on it. Yeah. It was like a big F-350, and he's like, if you're if you're Mr. Plow, that's the Plow King. I'm like, piss off, <laughs> piss off. So I saw I was last spring. I saw the most Michigan thing I've ever <clears> seen: <throat> a truck on the expressway with a snow plow to- uh, towing a boat. That's very nice. Michigan. That's pure Michigan, right? Yeah. There. Was that the governor's that's husband? Preparation. That's right. Was that the and governor's not preparation husband? H. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the governor. Yeah. <laughs> it's the governor's husband. Yeah. yeah. Go, put my damn boat in the water. <laughs> Uh, don't I have any pull? I'm the governor's husband. I'm the first man. First you of know, all, she has your balls in her purse. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, regardless of your that's political her, affiliation. That's her second husband. Stretch and Gretchen? She's got two? <laughs> I do believe I heard that that's her second husband. Dang, would she keep one up north? Well, an Upper Peninsula we marriage a, does not count. We have, Yeah. We have a couple. Yeah, that's a whole different country. We have a couple different friends that really want to see her tits badly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, just, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> motorboating. <laughs> maybe that's why she legalized that first. Maybe. Could maybe, be. Maybe she doesn't get her tits motorboated enough. No. Maybe there's maybe there's an opportunity there. Ladies, if you like your tits being motorboated, please email us at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com or pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. That's penis nut allergy. Podcast Express at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Or just send us pics of the boobs. Either yeah. way. Yeah. Well, that'd be all right. No dick pics, please. Unless they're Polaroids. If they're well, vintage. I don't mind vintage dick pics because they've got to be interesting. Well, that's, that's all for you then. <laughs> I don't really like dicks, but you can't they're help but look. If, if they're old Polaroids, they probably look like your beard. Probably. Probably. With an appendage. <laughs> With an appendage. <laughs> that's a very 70s thing of you to say. <laughs> 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 All right, we should probably na- wrap this up. We are we have crested the one hour mark. It goes by so fast. It really does. We I mean, nobody. It probably goes by very slow for everybody else. For, our for us, yeah, like, it goes oh, by fast. Oh my god, when is this going to end? Yeah. Oh please, just either kill me or end this thing. Just mercifully, yeah. And yeah. you're having one next week too. Yeah, most likely. Well, uh, next week, my last me. week being around here so episode two drink i'll stop over i like it we'll be here i'm glad i made it let's wrap this up you've been listening to the pna podcast express he's adam philkins i'm phil nickel craig nickel thank you for joining us make good choices